shit. We back again with another episode of Weirdos Assembled. Starting off the night, I have Dave Howard, first time. Always nice to have fresh faces on. And Bruiser's back. Mike, or Rainy Rider, Rowdy will be on in a little bit. And a couple others. I actually got to go hang out with Rainy Rider and a bunch of others today for a little bit. I surprised them down in Nashville. Uh, Rainy, Diana, Nar, uh, Chase and Parker, Bobber Fett, and it. I it's Father Bobber, not Bobber. Father Bobber, yeah. Father yeah. Bobber. My bad. I'm. I'm all over the place. I'm not even there, but yeah, you've had a day. How anyway, long a ride there and back was it, my man? I mean, for me, going from here to Nashville is only like 45 minutes. Oh, I didn't I didn't realize it's Clarksville, right? I didn't realize yeah. it was that close. Okay. That's not bad. No, it was, it was well worth the trip down. So, Dave, what have you been into? Oh, man. Um, well, I wasn't sure if I was actually going to be able to be on time tonight. Uh, that's because I was uh, out seeing the Mario movie this afternoon and when we bought tickets for the time, we didn't know how long it was or how tight it was going to be. We went to see uh, 5.30 showing. Um, and I can say this, man. I don't know what the critics are thinking, reviewing the movie the way it's reviewing, but it is fun from start to finish. If you were a video game kid like I was, it's it's wonderful. I've been seeing a lot of bad reviews on it, so I was, I was kind of curious. I wonder what these bad reviews are saying because I just I don't get it. I'll have to pull some up and send them to you. But Bruiser, what have you been into this week? Uh, I had a neural surgery on Thursday, which was which was lovely. Uh, wish I was sedated for that. Um, had a couple of root canals done about two and a half years ago, and unfortunately, there was some failure involved, so they had to go back in and treat a little deeper. And uh, I've got stitches in my mouth right now. And, uh, yeah, grab my teeth. So that's wonderful. You said um, there was failure involved? Yeah, my uh, my root canals failed, basically. So they had to go in a little deeper to treat, them, uh, treat the root ends and the bone around it. They went in and did some scraping around there. And yeah, no don't recommend. Wish I was sedated. But here I am. It's done. Yummy. Yeah, me. Oh, yeah a, 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 what, I, what I'm going to call a re-root canal sounds even worse than a root canal. I'll pass. <laughs> no, thank real. you. That's for sure. I'm, I am lucky enough I've never had to have a root canal, and I don't want to even want to know how to begin to empathize with, you, with, oh, you, with people that have had them because they just, by all accounts, are no fun. Oh. No, they're, they're, they're a bit painful, and this was probably this was more so than that i mean but this is what i get for um complications from a car accident i was in oh. a long time ago so yikes mm. yeah so sounds like a whole lot of no fun what's up man you're still working on your G1100, right? 
Um, yeah, it's a bike my brother and I bought uh, four, three, two or three years ago. Um, and it just sat for a couple of winters. We've had we had really good intentions. We had started actually taking mechanics classes to learn how to wrench on bikes. And um, we, uh, for whatever reason, thought we would be able to fix it. And of course, our skill level was nowhere close to where it needed to be for that at the time. So, um, yeah. But uh, at this point, it's running. It's working. I'm not mad at it. So we just got to we got to chase down a coolant leak at this point and uh, probably rebuild the top end. Okay, that ain't bad. Well, at least it's, you got it running. Yeah, Thank it was you. running under its own power um, for a little bit. I mean, on full choke, but we got to I mean, we got to clean some stuff out. It, like I said, it, it needs some seal work. I'm, I'm sure there's 17 vacuum leaks in it and a bunch of other stuff. So. Well, hey. You got it running on its own power, even if it's under full choke. Um, yeah, I remember that video that you sent me. I was like, "Hell yeah, they're doing good." Yeah, yeah, we were we were definitely excited. Yeah, my dad is taking over the CB750 build. That way, he can come up. That way, he can have his own bike to ride because he doesn't you know, currently have one, unfortunately. Okay. All right. Yeah, I've got and then I've got a 1972 CB554 that is the it's an inline four and the carburetors are currently all exploded i've got rebuilt kits i just got to get on it and put the bike back together i despise the four carburetor setup i'm not even gonna lie yeah oh yeah because it's that uh it's that uh quad quad bank of four that sit on the rail and adjusting them is insane Yeah, you know, my my original intentions for the seat the my bobber build was to convert it from those that bank of four to either bring it down to a, a set of two or even further down into just one electron carburetor. Hey, uh, Jerry, the top left on the YouTube screen is uh, Power the Dave. Oh yeah, I forget our screen doesn't display what YouTube displays. Uh, Rainy and Mad Yankee, welcome. Hello. Nice to be here. How have your days been? Uh, obviously, I got windburnt today just walking around Nashville in the 50 mile an hour wind. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was all right. I heard you totally had a visitor today. Out. I did. Some dude came like swooping down out of the heavens on his airborne wings, visited me. <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, yeah, it was good to see you today. I've missed your I face. To, obviously, obviously missed your camp out this year, so we hadn't actually seen you since the last camp out in person. So, yeah, it was good to see you. Enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, we'll get to hang out a lot more this year, though, because we've got the weirdest symbol camp out coming out in next month. I forget. I keep forgetting it's April now. Same next, weekend yeah, as... April now, May next. Yeah, same weekend as TMMR. Uh, I don't think we have anything planned for this month that I'm tracking, unless I'm losing my mind. Whether we have anything this month, whether we have anything this month or not, that's still true. That that thing's just going. Yeah, I can't. I can't argue that. <laughs> 
Yankee, how's your week been? Uh, my week's been pretty good. Um, may notice my background's a little different. Uh, stated earlier, I am not at my normal location. I am, in fact, at the family's house in Maine. Uh, I was helping them open up this place for the season. We got the water turned on. I was helping them uh, do some yard work, clear out the uh, clear out some of the brush a little bit, trying to get a nice uh, view of the shore back. So it's been good. Just been doing a lot of yard work, poking around the woods here and there. That sounds fun. Where are up in Maine? So uh, we are in a town called uh, Cushing, which is right on a basically a giant tidal estuary called the St. George River. That is actually the map that is on the wall behind me. Um, we are not super far from, say, like Rockland and Camden, kind of in that area uh, on the coast. We refer to this area as down east. Um, I'm trying to actually get this so that, you know, once we get everything squared away here, there's room and accommodation for, I don't know, let me take a check. Uh, personal representative, how many beds are in this place? I think this sounds like a pre-invite, boys. Oh, right? Sounds like you could. I'm looking forward to this one. To Laconia. Yep. All right. I'm waiting for I'm waiting for the mom to say, yeah, there's plenty of room outside. Okay. Uh, okay. So I, just, uh, I just consulted the personal representative of this property, a.k.a. my mother. And uh, she. Uh, right now we can sleep 10 in here, but once we get everything up and running, the most we can stack in here is about 24. So. Oh, geez. 24. Right. Uh, what do the grounds look like and how many tents does it hold? Oh, we could we we pull campers in here not too infrequently, so we could fit many times. I've slept in a tent actually out in the yard. It's very nice here. Uh, yeah, the like, it's mostly obviously it's dark now, but it's mostly just a big uh, big lawn surrounding the house with little trees. You get a nice view of the shore. So, fourteen acres. She said, "Ain't bad." Uh, I was gonna fourteen acres. That's uh, bigger than the uh, grounds at uh, Forgotten Angels. So. Yeah, we'll at least hold the, this group of hooligans. Yes, uh, that was my that was my plot. Um, we have been skulking around. We actually went to a nice barbecue place for dinner today, and, and then that happened. <laughs> okay, that's the sound effect from. It wasn't me this time. Rowdy. <laughs> no, it's got to be Rowdy. Rowdy. Yep. Rowdy. Rowdy has the the puppies in the background. No, I I was referring to the Bachelor Wow Wow, but well, that was definitely Mike. Okay. Brown chicken, brown cow. Oh, the brown chicken. Yeah, that was uh, so. Aaron, yeah, Aaron and um, whiskey are out at the uh, Coyote Club. Uh, they went with uh, Parker. <clears throat> yeah. Or is Parker taking a nap? Because I know she's had a long day. Parker has decided against taking a nap in lieu of having fun. Cannot mm. say I blame her. So yeah, she. So they all went out to uh, to the Coyote. So. Okay. Uh, I think like that was the time. greatest. I wish I could have made it down. <laughs> yeah, I think I. That's the greatest part of today was just walking randomly up to Chase and Parker before they realized that I was there. Just while the rest of you hooligans realized that I was coming, they had no idea. That was great. Well, I, I have pretty good footage of. Um, so we we didn't tell them that um, Aaron was coming yesterday, and so. Parker kind of thought he was. and wasn't sure until we actually got. They actually got up to where we were. <laughs> yeah, Parker's. Parker yeah. said she pretty much had 
a good no a good dial in on that Aaron was coming. Yeah, she, yeah, her her parkour sense was tingling. Yeah, her coyote sense. <laughs> so yeah, it was not bad. It's been fun up here. We went out last night and did way too many things concerning um, partying and, and alcohol. So everybody survived, right? Nobody died. I think you're okay. But did you die? I died twice. No, I, I think uh, Mia oh. died twice for sure. And then um, <laughs> Stephanie, I think, died. Absolutely did. So the rest of us made it out pretty, pretty alive. We were okay. Good, good times in Nash Vegas then. When yet? When you when you forget what happened that night, and people are reminding you, and they don't believe you. But I literally, I really never put the camera down last night. So my footage from here last night will be awesome. Absolutely epic. I can't wait to see the video, man. I gave out a lot of stickers. <laughs> I did. I, I posted a few of them on Instagram last night. But yeah, it was it was a blast. Question is, is did you tag places with a lot of stickers? Places were oh, yeah, tagged today. Had I not been a piece of shit and forgotten my stickers, then more places would have been tagged. Yeah, the funny but, thing when you give drunk chick stickers, they tag each other. So you know that's that's the thing. And if they're, and if they're really claim? drunk enough, your stickers become pasties. Well, I, well, I did this thing where I was like, you know, if you, uh, if you either sing, we're at, we're at a club, so I'm like, if you sing, I'll give you a sticker, or if you say, like, comment, subscribe, hit the bell, I'll give you a, a sticker. Because I'm trying to, you know, get some more background for for my videos and stuff. And yeah, it's, so I gave I gave a group of girls stickers, and they of course went hog wild on each other's boobs. So it was the good. standard. Everything is content. Everything is content, game. Everything. You're going to have put a lot of the pixelies, yeah. I was going to say, if you're trying to put that up on YouTube, that's going to be a lot of pixelation, my man. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. There was no naked boob. No naked boob. Mm. I, I do not. Uh, yeah, I, I do a lot of editing on my channel because I have to. So, um, but yeah. So, yeah, going to these campouts sometimes is fun, but you do have to edit yourself and police yourself accordingly. Is. Invisible stickers for Jerry. I like it. I think those are the best ones. Jerry needs a sticker. Out of all of us, I mean, I think Jerry needs a sticker. Jerry's sticker would just be a Grom. That's fine. His Grom is awesome. It is awesome. Makes me want to get them. Uh, it needs to be the, in the correct colors too. All right? the ladies want to ride Jerry's ground. We're talking about the actual motorcycle, right? Please? I know, I know. Just, just making sure. Yeah, actually, they uh, yeah. I mean, we we're going to leave that up open for interpretation, but hey. <laughs> Perhaps a grom with a uh, twisted T on it. Mm. <laughs> if that's the case, we're going to get Chase one of those uh, those new hard monsters as part of his sticker. Yep. I'll take the hard mountain do. On, oh, on the Dyna or on the Bolt? Because I would yes. argue for Chase, the Bolt is more iconic. Oh, absolutely. That's true. I did not get to see Chase's Dyna today. I was a little upset about that, but it's also raining because, you know, we wherever Mike goes, he has to bring the fucking rain. Even if, if he's not on his plans, bike. I got rain for you. See, the reason why Mike brings the rain is he needs somewhere to go diving. 
I need no rain for that. It has to be slightly moist wherever he goes. <laughs> it just has to be that way. Yeah, I make it moist. I make it moist when I arrive. I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I need more alcohol for this. Oh, my face is so sunburnt. Ow. You've got such dumbass. It's not sunburnt. Wind. It's just wind is blowing like 40 miles an hour here all day. It was very windy Obviously today. Last night we were on a rooftop and the wind was blowing, so we were drunk as shit. Didn't even know the wind was blowing, so. I was going to say, at that point, it probably felt good. Yeah, as soon as I got out of Nashville proper, the sun came out. I'm like, hmm. What about this? You, you left the rainy radius, and it was fine. I am so epic. I bring my own environment. <laughs> Absolutely, Billy. I, I did get to tell you, but yeah, bleak rides. Hey, bud. Nice seeing you. You know, you're more than welcome to come on in, bud. We have a sticker. Uh, funny enough. However, how do you say that? Because <laughs> I just uploaded it. I, I just uploaded it to my website. I just haven't put it on put it up yet. I was waiting to see if Rainy was going to do a, do, a dual release. Um, no, that, that's all somebody else's. I can't take credit for it. But somebody has to make it because it has to exist. It has to exist as a sticker that we can, um, even if we just give it out to those, if you the, if you know you know people. That sticker um, that should sticker. have been made available like a, a month ago and put on a magnet to go back onto a certain sportster. <laughs> Well, I agree that's with where this. the sticker needs to go. The sticker needs to come out up in Ohio. That's I was going to say, would this, would this possibly be a Black Sports or 1200? Yes. All right. Then, yes, it needs it needs that magnetic sticker, if that's for sure. God damn it. Either that or maybe somebody's low rider ass. But if we can get some sort of Ohio campout figured out. Uh, I know NAR is in the planning stages for one. I don't want to I don't want to spoil anything just yet. Okay. Yeah, I know I've got I've got my my personal time. I've got a lot of irons in the fire with other stuff. But if he needs, you know, to try to set up Jeez, and Maturi. Um, yeah. <laughs> what if it but, is? Yeah, I mean, you yeah, ever had a bacon wrap smoked hot dog? They're delicious. Be really cool to have an Ohio. There he is. I was gonna say Ohio is really close to Michigan, yeah. so I'd be down. Yeah. In fact, I'm still trying to talk Juice into finding a weekend where I can come out and help him clean up his place and get it ready. And then we're going to have all you crazy people up there. Oh, no, I was just going to say, trying to, because I'm only like three hours from him. So figured I'd shoot over there, help him clean the place up, do a whole bunch of riding around or something. And then, uh, you know, at that point, we can plan something for all of us to do some camping. He's got some property now. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe you could ride his ground. There we go. Yeah. Well, because he he literally decided that he needed one, and he's already started. 
He's doing what? He's put like stage one, and then with the with the reflash ECM, I guess that's considered like at least stage two, right? I was gonna say, hey Jerry, we, yeah, Jerry has uh, has Juice gotten a hold of you to find out everything he needs to do to his ground? Everybody, be quiet. Mike's pulling around. <laughs> I'm ask if Mike fell asleep no, for I'm a answering text. Sorry. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm not I'm visiting a rowdy. No, I'm answering text. All right, I was going to say, I'm have you guys up. had somebody actually snore on a podcast yet? Uh, oh, close. Uh, <laughs> and was it Mike or was it Rowdy? It was definitely Rowdy. I was going to say, rowdy. who fell asleep? Sleeping and passing out is my... Uh, that's my subject matter expertise. That's that's what they that's the project they put me in on work. They they all right. We need a guy that's gonna sleep and pass out. So here you go, Rowdy. You take it. Gave it to the best man. Yeah, I'm not very good at sleeping. Otherwise, I'd definitely volunteer for it. I love sleeping. It just doesn't like me nearly as much as I like it. I think so the key is to do it at exactly the right time. Exactly. It's, um, it's all about comedic timing. <laughs> The problem we have is we barely get absolutely trashed on the podcast anymore. Mm -hmm. well, some of us, at least. So I think the, the last. I think the last time we got all really trashed, the the stream just completely disappeared and yeah, got it lost. Just that was a very intentional uh, yeah, act of God. He was like, "This one's not fit for public consumption." YouTube, you guys go ahead and delete it. And they were like, "Okay, we yeah. got this." <laughs> I know that was our self-correcting error. That's why we decided maybe we should change things. <laughs> I know two streams ago, I kind of lost track of things, but, you know, <laughs> that, was, that was a me problem. <laughs> Sounds like you just need more practice. Mm. I don't know. I've been getting a little too much practice. <laughs> Speaking of which, I see now that we're not wasted. It's there's larger gaps in the conversation now. <laughs> or, or maybe it could be talk. just because we don't have Aaron. It just seems like people are trying not to talk over each other, and uh, you're a little bit more aware of doing that when you're not inebriated. I think we lost Goon. Yep, he's gone. Yep, oh just... no, he's just he's taking a moment. He probably had to go like yell at his kids or something. <laughs> um, to be was... to be completely fair. Yeah, sure. They they do tend to interlope every once in a while. Oh, he's got like thirty five or so, I think, right? Oh, Last I counted. I think he's only got three, but sometimes it probably feels like thirty five. Oh, you know, I think uh, in a family, any more than two, and you're running you're running zone coverage. So yeah. You know, you, you just hope for the best at that point, I think. So so Jerry's very much getting into the engine of his Grom for, well, Spirit of Knievel with Cam and High Compression. So that's that's getting in there, and that's some dedication. Although at that point, you know, you start to wonder, you know, what a, you know, what a 300 swap really start to be worth it. I, I was remember correctly, say, he specifically said he was not going to do that out of fear that one of us would kill ourselves. Okay, well then Juice is definitely 300 swapping his story. eventually. Oh, he'll do it, yeah. 
Oh, Juice, yeah. is, Juice is the, just smart enough to allow himself to do it and then not stop himself after he's already made the decision. And the and the answer for, will be for for Rainey's, what bike would you ride once knowing you could never ride it again? I already know. Um, it would be a balls-to-the-wall no, Grom. No. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Boss Hoss. Now, what if somebody did the Turbo V6 Honda Valkyrie? It's almost like a car engine and a bike. Same thing, right? Yeah, but you've got control over it. So, I mean, something you're going to do once. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely balls to the wall, but not. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, you're just praying you survive that one and done with, with the boss hoss. And that's why you only do it once, because if you got off the second time, you go, you know what? I bet I can do it better. And then that's when you kill yourself. You start getting a little too confident and a little too ballsy. Yeah, exactly. The first time you self-preservation is still there. The first time, the second time you get on it, you you start getting a little little cocky, and you're just it's over. That's when you do something stupid and get yourself hurt. Matt, I didn't get to tell him hello earlier. Hey, Matt, what's going on? How's it going, Matt? Uh, Which bark are we talking about? My internet decided to say "fuck you" when we mentioned the forbidden episode. Oh. <laughs> Bruiser started talking about souped up groms, and I was like, "Let's talk about a real man's bike." If you're, if you're gonna get a bike, kill yourself. You're talking about King Kong? Kong? No. no, Jerry. No. Jerry was talking about what he was gonna do next with his grom in the in the YouTube sidebar, and we're you know who whose grom is gonna be more insane come October, Jerry's or uh, Juice's? Juice is throwing a lot of money at his right now. Yeah. Now, now hear me out. Why can't we just get Aaron and Juice together and take Aaron's 500 and shove it in that ground? I don't think it would fit. Because Aaron is very... Aaron, in essence, essence being the name of his 500, I, I think the 500 being a twin probably just wouldn't fit. Not with that attitude, it won't. Exactly. <laughs> Any anything's possible with a welder, you know. Welder and a uh, cutoff wheel. Power than it would if you put the, the five hundred. Probably. Anything is possible with the power of imagination and friendship. Anything is possible with the power of imagination, grit, determination, and enough alcohol. I was going to say, I just need enough alcohol. <laughs> I was gonna say I'm, and I'm not Dr. Seuss enough to rhyme another thing for you, so I'm, I'm good. I'm just gonna let you take that one, Bruce. Keep going. I like it. Yeah. You know, if I Eric think, had, sorry, go ahead. this crowd mentioning the alcohol, I think, was important. However, I do believe if you do just a little bit more work to Jerry's Grom, it'll already have more horsepower than the 500. Probably. Well, I think it already does. <laughs> Wait a minute. Jerry just said something about seeing a 250cc two-stroke swap Grom. Wow. All right. You know what, guys? I got it. Out. Screw I like it. Where this is going. Let's go crazy. Let's just LS swap the Grom. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. Now we're cooking with propane. You know now, what? if we're talking about shit that talk about, fit. No. No. Forget the LS. Pratt & Whitney Wasp Major in a mm. Grom. More like <laughs> Make a 4350 or whatever it is. Okay. 
Well, okay. Just do J seventy nine. You know, just go balls to the wall. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know the cool thing about uh, like the Predator engines, there they, you can uh, um, horizontally mount or vertically mount them on anything. Yeah, they don't care. And you put a friction clutch into that. You can literally put it anywhere. You can put it behind the bike, in front of the bike, on the handlebars. You can put it anywhere. You can mount it on your helmet. I think the only the limitation, the only limitation on those is like the lubrication system. So as yeah. long as it can, it can circulate the oil. Because I think like the two twelves, they're not really a pressurized oil system per se. They like have a little spike that hangs off the bottom of the piston, scoops in, shoots it up into the bearing. So we, we're starting to look at like potential engineering issues. But as long as you get something that's got uh, an, you know, an it's only got a system that'll minutes. support it. Oh my gosh, Bleak There we go, Bleak. There we go. Yes. GL 1200 swap a drum. Yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Keep your Honda. Oh, Honda. Get some saddlebag panniers on the side. Just mount a couple of Jado oh, units. We don't worry about engine, engine fitment issues. <laughs> I was going to say, just throw a CB engine in it. No, that's way too many cylinders. Yeah, I'd go with the GL 11 or 1200 because they're only four cylinders. Well, so is the CB. So is the CB. But, but there, it's an inline four, and those are yeah. insane yeah. to mess with. The Trust four, me. You ain't got to worry about the V. You just, all right, one fits, they all fit. Fuck it. Hey, well, look, look. I will continue to worry about the V. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. You know what? Nobody blames you. I support that. Yeah, no, I, I'd say stick with the 11 or 12 because you're you're dealing with the carbs are really it's still a four bank but it's really two and two instead of four and then having to sink them all it's much easier to mess with than the even though they look like a giant spider monstrosity that would be like a mega man boss or something but uh i trust me carbs are much better on the 11 and 1200s than they are in the cbs well i mean if we're going down this route mini bikes you know, that run 60 my... miles an hour no thank you I definitely like a... will, Jerry. Mm. As quickly as I can. Gonna, Casey I... says if we're going to do all that, just get a 1200 Sportster motor. Yeah. Only if you put the Trask 1275 kit in at 883 to make it the 1200. Mm. Nah, we're we're brought some dual cyclone engines, you know. Well, let's just like put a fucking dirt. rotary engine in there then. Well, that's only oh, got no, a fuel no, top end. That's Ro only got a fuel top end. Rotax Helicon on a Grom. This is perfect. It's Grom. Um, it's brought to you by Mazda. Well, I was about to, well Rotax, that was, um, those are in like the Can-Ams and stuff, aren't they? Yeah, they were like in the very last Buells, too. They make, mm. make like an insane amount of power. We just need to get a couple spoons in, spoon engines, double shot of NOS. No. No, he's no going way. straight for straight. Jerry says full turbines. Hey, hey, hey! Tuna salad and a crust. Well, you know what we could do. You know, any of you guys who have those, uh, you know, those K16s, if you if you get tired of them, we could take that as a donor, and then basically what we're just re doing is we're reverse engineering an old Honda CBX, just in mini form. I think if you're gonna retro a K16, you do it just like the Viper bike. You put a front wheel, you put a front wheel on and a back wheel on it, and there's you just literally just ride the engine. <laughs> put no, a banana seat on it. I mean, that's I what it's gonna look like. Having a lot of power between my legs. We'll, so, yeah, we'll just works. do do this as some sort of chopper, and we'll it'll be like a Doctor Strange love chopper, you know? 
just ride the engine. I've you know, we say all this in, Je in jest, but I bet you Eric at FNA Customs could actually figure out how to make it work. Oh, well, shoot, yeah. It's not a shovel <laughs> head, though. Yeah, so he's got a chopper well, bolt off of an yeah, H2 Cowie engine. True, true. I'm care. just... <laughs> just something about a shovel head chopper, though. <laughs> you know? Well, I agree, but, you know, sometimes yeah. you just gotta make sacrifices in the name of... Or, or you go, do in something insane. You've run a... <laughs> you run a pair of so like he had the one where like it was like dual carbs, dual mags, and whatever. So he just ran like two front heads, so he could do the dual carbs. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's let's get really stupid. Okay, let's run a shovel head for your for your front cylinder, and like an Evo for your rear. Uh, I don't know. You know, let's just if we're gonna be if we're gonna go that far into chopper stuff. <laughs> <laughs> say an iron in the front and uh an aluminum cylinder in the back that may cause some heat problems i think we just found our donor sportster engine yep. casey says he's got one sitting in the back of his garage oh perfect <laughs> well then uh hey casey if you're serious about letting that thing go you and i need to talk because uh i know somebody that's very serious about finding the sporty and building it out what, what you got is it an 883 give, give me some specs man Part of me, if I ever did get a sports car, he was, he was that up Part of me, if I ever did get a sports car, just says buy an eight eight three, and then before you even actually get the paperwork signed over, just order a twelve fifty or twelve seventy five kit like right away because you know you're gonna want to do it. Oh, absolutely. So, Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. Your 883 costs almost as much as your 1200. You might just might as well just get a 1200. Yeah. But the deal is, is if you're going to save the money and put the um, put the 1200 kit in, it's the gearing's actually better from the 883s. If you're going to do any sort of additional work to it, you get better horsepower and better torque from adding the kits to the 883 than you do out of doing any sort of modifications to the 1200, just because yeah. of how they're geared. Plus, it's also titled as an 883 for insurance reasons, but it shouldn't really be that much of a difference. Yeah, I don't, I don't think they really care. Yeah. Um, it, it hey, depends Sam, on. Take that off your hands. But if you ever wreck it, you you won't get you know once you have you have to do it. So, so when I had my my uh, the 77 uh, R100, I had it totally restored, and because I didn't keep track of the restoration. I didn't get a, a, a replacement bike. They basically gave me what an old 77 was worth. Mm -hmm. So you don't get any of that money back no. if you actually wreck that bike. No, you don't get anything back that you put into it. You're correct. Insurance doesn't care about that. Insurance on anything, whether it be a car, a vehicle, a bike, or a house even, they care about bringing it back to the original stock condition off the showroom floor. So... If you bought your house with an unfinished basement, your insurance is only going to bring it back to the unfinished status. You have all that work you still have to put back into it, just like you would with this sort of bike. Yeah, if you keep track of it and the, the upgrades are done with in, in lieu of, let's say if you add ABS to a bike, let's say if you add, you know, an alarm system, those kind of things you get reimbursed for. Putting a bigger engine in it, you don't get reimbursed for it. Yeah, so it, it's insurance purposes. We'll just, we'll just get that money back. They yeah, unless you're on like some sort of like collector's policy or something like that, you're probably yeah, you're yeah. right on there. Yeah. yeah, you'd have to go to Haggerty or something for that. Um, they care about what they're obligated to pay, and not. <laughs> and that's it. 
Yeah, that's that's just the long and short of it. I saw that. Well, and then they also care about doing everything they can to not pay. Oh well, yeah, because yeah, if they're not, if they can well. get out of it, then they're not obligated to pay it, and so it's zero. And, and Jerry's yeah, probably yeah, right yeah. here. You just have to take out a separate accessory policy for all your mods. Yeah. Or yeah. I think you know a lot, of, a lot of companies will allow you to add that like add yeah. that as an addendum to your policy now. Because I have one that covers the bars, the new saddlebags, the new fairing, and all the other bullshit that I've done to Siren. Yeah, I, th I think I get that on my policy too. Because, I mean, when I had when I hit my deer last spring, I mean, it was they said estimated I had like, I I want to say something like fifteen hundred dollars of damage, which was actually really generous because by the time i went through everything and and repaired stuff the actual i think what i actually paid on replacement parts was like maybe five hundred dollars total uh mostly because some of the stuff that i bought were used some of the things that they had deemed to be damaged and needing replaced weren't actually damaged like my headlight bucket and the light lamp itself was fine it was just the mounting bracket got tweaked I think I paid twenty dollars for one on eBay. Um, the windshield mount and the turn signals—that was like a hundred bucks. Where I really splurged, though, was I did buy a whole new crash bar. Um, that was like three hundred. But like, there wasn't, there really wasn't a whole lot. So I, um, I did a couple other additions with that money. I've got an Atlas throttle lock on it now, and. If you take that, Dave, I'm going to be jealous. I, I think I think you just made Goon jealous. But, yeah. No, I mean, <laughs> you know, they there was also a rider on there for gear and all this other stuff. It's like, uh, you know, I, my helmet's fine. It didn't really hit anything. So I, I, mean, I just this helmet I got very lucky now. when I. Yeah. No, my, my insurance was great. Uh, it's not exactly cheap. But it's it's cheaper than my car. So Mortician, nice to see you. Hey Mark, what's going on, bud? Mike, you look like you're about to say something. That's what Mark has Mark made any videos on that Humvee yet? That thing's long gone, dude. I haven't seen anything. Yeah, I know he didn't. I, I thought he didn't want it. Yeah, no, no, no. F's in the chat for that thing. He uh he sold that thing before he even took possession of it. Yeah, so it know. may still be down in Florida. I saw what the fuck is the name of that channel? Um, I had to get a refill. I don't remember the name of the channel, but the dude that went in and bought a Humvee and then converted it to an EV. I've seen somebody convert like a, an electric glide to an EV, but oh, uh, David Tyler sold it for him. Uh, okay. Yeah. So on your EV conversion, I've seen like somebody make a better live wire than Harley um, out of a bagger, but yeah. Don't oh, Nine Mills made a video on the driving the Humvee, but Mark never drove it. Yeah, it's on that one. Don't feel bad. The Humvee's yeah, nothing special to drive. Yeah, but it's got a lot of memories. For you, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You were in before they had fucking armor. It's exactly, yeah, exactly is. So I, my first Humvee that I learned on and drove and actually took out on patrol 
was a 998T. And I would tell people, yeah, it was a 998T. And I had one guy say, there's no such thing as a 998T. And I said, yes, the truck version of the Humvee. Like, there's no such thing. It's called the H2, H, H2T. And I'm like, no, that's not it. And so when we had that one at the camp out, I like to just looked inside the door frame and it is a 998T. So I, probably above anybody there, everybody there was all the military people like, oh, I would never want a Humvee. And I'm like, that's exactly the one I want because that's literally the one. It's like when you went to high school, your high school car that you always wanted and uh, you didn't get it. And then like 20 years later, when you finally make your money, that's the car you get. Mm-hmm. Whether it's a Chevelle or an old freaking Festi or whatever. DeLorean DMC 12, because I'm that kind of dork. <laughs> I want another 80. So I had an 82 Bronco XLS. They only made 1,200 of them in the world. And I had one when we were in Alaska. And I had to sell it because the military wouldn't ship it to Tennessee because of one tiny fucking transmission leak. And the dude wrecked it. I tried to put so much into it. Oh, hey, Des is in the chat. Hi, Des. She had a hard fall today. Hey, good evening, Des. How you doing? Diana had a hard, hard day? She had a hard fall. What happened? So uh, we were coming out of the, of the uh, Hall of Fame Museum, and she fell down the stairs. She's okay. I got her back. Okay. One could, okay. One okay. could say she took a dive. She took a fall. Okay. Yeah, took a very one could, but one wouldn't. It'd be, it'd be in bad taste. Hey. <laughs> what am I doing here? Yeah, it was not. It was not a good day. But anyway, oh, but... Jerry thought it was funny. <laughs> Jerry's probably fifteen twisted teeth down there. So. That's true. <laughs> of course, Toby has his license to drive his Humvee in his wallet. Oh, I remember him showing me that in the last campout. Yeah, he can only drive it. <laughs> he can only drive it in Asia. Yeah, I don't know. The most random piece of paper that a man could have is his military driver's license. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope she I feels better, Mike. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously, condolences all around for her. I'm sorry, man. That's not fun. Yeah, she took. No, it's it's you know it's it's, it's with, with what she has with her condition, it's just something that happened. So I'm used to it, I guess. Well, hopefully the uh, the the back seat of the BMW is nice and comfortable for her on the trip back tomorrow. It's very comfy. Good. It is very comfy. Yeah, I had a task license for Kuwait, and so when you when you drive military, first you have to do your task license, and then you have to do what's called the off it's offensive driving, and it's the arm. What is it called, dude? Uh, Army owns something. The difference, there's a difference, there's different uh, training now. Um, You don't have to go through the offensive driving course or anything like that. It's, you just, you have to go through two days of technical, learning all aspects of the vehicle and memorizing all the weights. You get tested on that. You get the same, and then you get another block instruction that's basically the same thing that you would do for like your normal state driver's license. And then the final one is uh, night, Mark. Like off-road. 
like tactical off-road driving. And then yeah, you do your road did. test. So we, did, so we did the Humvee driving in uh, Fort Sell. So once we got to Kuwait, we had to get one called the Total Total All Total Automotive Safety Course called the Task. But and then you you had to go do the um, the Skid Monster class, which was the offensive driving. Where they teach you how to drive in reverse and how to ram cars and how to pit. And then they have the thing, the skid monster, where they basically you're driving along and all of a sudden they kill the tires and all of the tires are on like little 12 inch catchers. And basically what that does, once they pull those pins, the whole vehicle will start spinning and you're trying to steer it out of a spin uh, on shopping car wheels. Basically, it's basically it's man sized shopping car wheels. But uh, nice. yeah, it's pretty fun. And if you don't control it correctly, you, you do turn it into like the teacups from Disneyland. It just starts spinning. We've had more than, and the instructor can actually stop the vehicle. But yeah, we've had more than one person just roll out of the car, start throwing up on the on the asphalt as soon as the car stops. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. It's a whole lot of fun. Yeah, my brother is eighty-eight, Mike, and so Ew. yeah, he um, his unit was getting ready to deploy, but uh, he stuck the landing on a training exercise. And messed up his ankle pretty bad and got out of it. But journey was uh, Jerry was assigned to a field hospital. Was that a mash unit? I never got to drive the FLAs. I don't think you did, Des. I think that's everybody. Hey. Everybody Fish, um, hasn't been on in a while. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, I think, ooh, I think he may have been on the lost episode. He's been on since then. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> You know, you're more than welcome to jump on with us. We can get you the Riverside link. We're not <laughs> that degenerate today. Yet, anyway. Actually, yeah. we don't have Aaron, so we'll probably be okay. I was, um, sure I was actually going to ask why you guys are actually uh, on such good behavior this evening. We, 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 we don't have NAR. That would be why. Lack of Aaron. Got it. Mm. He's, he's being degenerate in Nashville. Yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. He was on his. He was on really behavior. Too, um... Yeah, and then he's letting it all hang out. He's letting his. Uh, he's letting his little man bun hang out tonight. Yeah, he's hanging out at the um, the ugly, uh, well, the coyote ugly. So yeah, he's uh, he is not being good tonight. No, it's going to be another late one, boys. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. No, I've I've seen a couple pictures already, and uh, yeah, no, Aaron's. Uh, Mike, are you leaving tomorrow? Having a good time. Do what? Are you leaving tomorrow? Yeah, yeah, we're driving back in the morning. I will say this: seeing Parker in her element, pull the crowd in, and have them eat from her hands is an awesome sight. Parker is very good at what she does. I believe it. She literally had, yeah, there were probably a hundred people in that bar, and she had them eating out of her hands. Awesome to watch. Does she have them playing the ring toss game, though? 
she had a. <laughs> you got to go see it. I'm not even going to tell you. You've got this. I've got some good footage I'm going to put up. Um, it, it might take. I am so far behind on videos right now. Um, I'm going to have to start putting out probably three a week plus my interviews just to catch up. I was going to say, you've like, done approximately 384 interviews in the last two days. <laughs> oh, short ones, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, I, I love doing the interviews, man. It is so much fun. It's absolutely great. And I still didn't get to interview everybody that I wanted to. Even at the camp out, man, it's like, like October, it seems like I never put the camera down. And so this time I did try to spend more time talk you know just talking to people and, and meeting people and stuff so it was so i got less i got less interview footage this time but i actually got more solid long play um clips so it was still pretty fun it's a lot more than two-stepping bleak i'll give you that right now i i can't keep up with watching your interviews you're putting out that many <laughs> yeah i'm definitely it's a few been, behind uh, yeah it's only I been know. saturdays and sundays and um, then I'm trying to put a video out every Wednesday, too, that sometimes I can, sometimes I, I can't. But, yeah, I've got to start putting out more videos because my – You're, you're already rocking the volume-based business model. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, and a lot of that is just trying to get, get the viewership up, get my in, my, in, my analytics up, you know, trying to make that curve go up on YouTube. And it's working. It's, it's actually been working really well. Yeah, that reminds but, me. I have to do more I need to add the reservation links for the weirdos camp out mm, on yes. the live stream. Whoops. Real quick, just to throw uh, in, not that I have any experience with this because you guys are slaughtering it. YouTube's a freaking grind. You guys are all working your asses off to make content, and I salute the heck out of you. It's freaking awesome. Absolutely. I see the work you guys are doing, and I'm going, mm -hmm, this is exactly why I do not have a channel. <laughs> I, I've, got a couple, I've got a couple old videos I uploaded in 2008, um, and they are early YouTube, really, because they're oh, yeah. point and shoot. Or actually, I think one of them, one of them may actually be a cell phone video shot Ooh. from the finest Motorola Razor, you know? Um the best flip money can buy. Well, yeah, that. Fortunately, I mean, that's not the case now. No, I wouldn't. I would have a, you know, the any of the folds. I just, I don't know, man, because it's a touchscreen or anything. But real, uh, real quick, this like is a fifty dollar. This is a fifty dollar track phone that I got from Dollar General, and I have unlocked many, many, many wonderful secrets with this thing. It can do a lot of cool shit if you put your mind to it. Oh, that reminds me. What happened to that one crypto video that you put up? I put up one and I took it down because I had too many cuss words. And I, you know, my channel's all Jesus themed and stuff. Like, because I mean, honestly, that's, you know, that's my passion is Jesus. And so I took it down because there was too many cuss words. But, you know. I enjoyed I, the, the rowdy jingles. Which was, oh, I, so I should keep doing those? I'll keep that, that in mind. Gone. Thank you. Because, I mean, the, the where's one's gone. Where's... I have another one. Uh, one with the fallout theme song in it and i'm gonna throw that one back up because i was worried about copyright or whatever i've been overthinking everything this weekend or this week real quickly yes i do i do have matt next weekend on the 16th but yes bleak if you guys have not seen bleak's true crime stories they're awesome they're i enjoy bleak's true crime thing it, it combines my it combines my two favorite things true crime and motorcycles Okay, I was gonna say. Um, yeah. I mean, if it, it involves really like, stupid people in crime, because usually, you know, 
they go together like i don't know tom and jerry or something like that uh, like one know. of them was about a motorcycle murder that happened back in the 80s mm-hmm. And they, uh, it really took them like 15 years to find the guy. <laughs> but he gave the whole backstory behind, you know, the guy, the victims and the families and the wife of the victim. And then the other one was about a motorcycle that went missing and was missing for, I want to say it was like 60 years. And they found this thing like walled up inside an old house. Wow. And nobody knows. The bike was so technologically advanced. It had stuff that, you know, hadn't came out maybe not even like maybe in the last 10 years. This bike was built like 80 years ago, and they found it walled up inside a house. Interesting. And nobody knows where it came from. I'll have it's, to check that out that in, a, in a podcast, like listening to it format, just because I know like these next couple weeks, I've got a lot of stuff to do for work. Um, so maybe putting in a little extra time just to get that done. Um, uh, Jerry, if yeah. you don't know, um, get with... Get with um, uh, Desiree, because they actually do a class online. They they do a uh, broadcast about how to get how to make videos, how to use your computer, what the different programs do. It's a very cool, um, oh, yeah, for the a beginner just to, to learn how to make programs. So yeah, get, get with her or the Badgers. Yeah, and uh, it's very good stuff. You'll love it. Oh yeah, the group is called Support Bikers. Yeah. Can one of you guys refresh the? YouTube stream to make sure that the description updated. Mine's telling me no. It just brings me right back to studio. If anybody wants to get in like the deep technical crap, I'm happy to get about like for the the link to the camp out. Because I'm seeing stuff there. I'm seeing the goon shop, Forgotten Angels, and then reservation website for the uh, campground address. Yeah, the six twenty one Fort Henry, Dover, Tennessee. Reservation website. Yep. Okay. I need to take a quick break. I will be right back. All right, man. Catch you in a minute. Uh, since they did mention the goon shop, I have opened my own little merch shop for those of you that want little things. Rainy's got one that's a lot better than mine. So go check him out. This is a group venture. The unit. Yeah, if you buy the but if you buy the boo boo shirts, you actually that's what we use to pay for all the burn unit stuff and the medical stuff. The, uh, <laughs> the weirdos assemble uh, content on the weirdos weirdos assemble merch on mine goes directly into funding future campouts, so that all of us can gather and you can come in and we can have a place to just fuck off. Sounds like a good time. <laughs> yeah, what do you guys think I'm doing here? Kind of, uh... Yeah, we'll we'll go hang out with cool Yankee. Yeah, we all feel like riding fifteen or twenty hours, or however long it's going to take to get here. Don't threaten me with a good time, boy. I've already got plans to make my way up that direction to visit a friend anyway, so. Yeah, do not threaten me with a good time. I will make time to make it out there. So, I readjusted my helmet because apparently this is a lot better position than having it up on the front. 
I don't know why that little bit makes such a difference. It's the elevation that does it. And a lot of times with the helmet, when you tilt down, the front tilts so much farther. So if you go to check your speed or something, it looks, it, the camera dives versus being up here, it, it tilts, but it doesn't also actually move down. Right. Uh, but first impressions on this helmet are fucking phenomenal. I am like thrilled with this helmet. It's so fucking comfortable and quiet. That's important because there's a lot of good looking helmets that are all the wind noise. I, I think somehow they actually have speakers that add wind noise in them. Some of them are so <laughs> noisy. What uh, would you drop on that thing if you don't mind me asking? That was two, that 240. Well, that's actually really good for a decent helmet. Yeah. And I had the Revzilla cash saved up. So I, I, I pushed like 70 bucks of that towards it. Good work, man. That's that's hey, not a bad thing at all. Hey, Jerry, don't worry about my sign. I mean, I've got. <laughs> I think I'm gonna stay with this logo, but yeah, there's there's people way more deserving than me. So. I feel like I missed part of the conversation. It was just oh, coming inside chat. Still working on my sign. Oh. But I'm like, I'm, I'm man, I'm good. If you think of all the people that are in our organization that do so much. Matter of fact, Jerry, if you really wanted to do something, uh, do the boo-boo sign for me and uh, and me and Parker. Because what we'll eventually need to do maybe is set up a station out there to put the bag. So God, I really hope. I really hope we don't need a boo-boo station. I think we actually do. Thinking realistically. So yeah. So last year oh, we had um, a lot Scale of slices and, and burns. This year it was just the one burn, and just a couple of people needed band aids and, you know, and, and rinses. But yes, I mean, the more we do this, we're going to get more people. And I know you guys have probably noticed people get a little more careless every year out there. Eventually that'll reach ahead, and I think Cindy will probably stomp on people. But um, for now, it's, it's getting a little wilder every year. So eventually we will have somebody get drastically hurt. Yeah. I hate to say that, but. And even for just like, you know, if we had something for, um, for cog in the wheel, we could have something we could grab and just run down the road doing that would have been great because I'll bring you, know, you my, it, it wouldn't have changed the out much, much, but, but so it would have been good for, for the comfort level of him. So I'm just yeah. hearing that, that forgotten angels needs an ambulance in a hospital now. We I'll bring you my a bag that I have from Afghanistan because they were like, yeah, just take it. We don't care. It might be theater provided equipment, but just just go. Okay. Dude, they were telling us to keep our bags. We were trying to we we uh we were trying to just trying to find out places to put stuff, you know, to leave our IV bags and stuff because it's like I'm not going home with this shit. And at the time, you know, you're going home with, you know, two carry ons. You've already shipped your gorilla boxes. Now you you have two carry ons and two undercarriage boxes. You don't want to carry anything else. Right. It's like, I don't want to carry this big ass bag home. So, yeah, we, we were trying to find places to leave it. Now, if they would let me ship it, I'd have shipped it. But. She woke up. She's good now. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, we can kind of see her in the background of the YouTube stream. Hey, Diana. 
Everybody's waving. Oh, whoops. That was a uh, wrong time. Yeah, I was nine bells. I was out to dinner when all that happened. All that was there was the uh, officer sitting on the side of the road with his brights still on, blinding everybody coming back down, filling his paperwork out after after all of that stuff uh, went down with David. Um, yeah. Night of. But yeah, we'll eventually need. Uh, I I hate to say it, but it you know everybody's heard of the pyramid um, safety right where if you've got if you've got 10,000 incidents that happen you're going to have a thousand that are going to cause some kind of incident you're going to have a hundred that cause, is going to cause some kind of incident with major trauma then you're going to have one on top who it will either be a death or a near death mm-hmm. the more of these smaller things we get um the bigger, bigger the camp out gets it's just inevitable something bad's eventually going to happen and we just want to be prepared for it when it does hate to br- hate to bring the doom and, and downfall but Nothing wrong with a little bit of preparation. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing happened. Whatever protects FA from liability is what I kind of care about the most. Like, I I care about the riders, too, for sure, absolutely. But, like, that's their passion, too. So, I don't know. I guess we're all aligned. Uh, I I wasn't there for it, but um, from what I've been told, uh, the last October, we came very, very, very close to actually losing somebody. In fact, if it hadn't been for Judy, um, they might have lost that guy. They, the uh, person who went down on the ride back from birth. That time. Oh yeah. yeah, he's still he's um. I see him in at least one of the several discords I'm in. He's mm-hmm. making his recovery slowly but surely. No, yeah, you know, and it's good. But from what I understand, uh, Judy had to perform CPR on him and yeah. bring him back. Um, in, I don't know, but I heard about all that. Yeah. Oh yeah, name. I actually had heard my video talking about it. But yeah, she was. The only reason she wasn't on a motorcycle is the one she was supposed to be on. Um. Was something happened to it, so she ended up driving in somebody's truck instead. And otherwise, she would have been somewhere else, you know, in the convoy. But she was. She ended up behind, almost right behind the guy. God put her there. I mean, you can't really look at it any other way. Yeah. Whatever your religion is, she needed to be right there at that time. And we, we talked at length about it because we're both the medical providers. I've been thrown in the weirdest places for the stupidest reasons, but it always worked out that I was there to, in that in a capacity could help someone. That if I would have been doing what I wanted to do, I would have not have been there. So things, things work out when they're supposed to, how they're supposed to. And she was there, luckily. Yeah, thank goodness. Blink, are you planning on coming to the the, April, the May Weirdos Assembled meetup? Not discrediting y'all's conversation. I, I think he's going to Missouri. Uh, yeah, I believe Bleak is headed to Missouri with us. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, somebody, I, I don't remember who it was. Yeah, I. I know yeah, she made I the know. news up in Canada for it. Damn. 
Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah, somebody, somebody shared it on one of the, one of the sites. That, uh, actually, was yeah, the news story from Canada. And uh, the, the funny thing is, I always tell my daughter, and she laughs about it, was you do CPR on somebody, it's not like they show it in the movies. It literally will flop around like a rag doll while you're doing it. And that was the perfect example of a absolutely hardcore chest compression. Because every time she hit him, his hit every muscle in his body and his lungs would, would twitch. Yeah. It looked like he was trying to swim away from her while she was giving him CPR. And that's exactly how it really looks in real life. But yes. <coughs> Bless you. She's alive. Yay. Good, good. <laughs> but yeah, long story short, Jerry, if you could make a, a boo boo a boo boo station sign, that would probably be most pleasant. Yeah, it's uh, definitely been something I I know I've personally thought about. I'm okay, you know, I need to re up my it's been a while, but I need to re up my first aid and all that. Um, I think about dedicating Dedicating some space, putting a uh, first aid kit on the bike, for sure. I always carry a small pack on the bike, and then when I'm in the car, I have the big pack. I have those somewhere. Somebody back. I, so, I definitely uh, try and have a small first aid kit at least with me when I'm yeah. traveling, especially on the bike. It's in the car. Never mind. It's in the car. It's in the car. Bro, it's bro, in bro. the car. That's where it should be. But yeah, I mean, and it's based, very basic stuff. What, what me and Parker are trying to get is just basic stuff. So we've already got cat tourniquets. We just need gauze, um, coban, uh, trauma pads, um, burn kits. You know, uh, I got a lot of that, that I can you. So yeah, we're, we're just looking for stuff that will help us with the, probably the major things that are going to happen out there. Now, I've also got things in my big bag of like the nasal pharyngeals, oral pharyngeals, a decompression needle, um, a, tri a triband, an actual, you know, a, a, a hyphen seal. Um, hopefully, think those things I'll never need, yeah. but you carry them just in case. Yeah. Breaking out a decompression needle and a hyphen seal makes people more competent in what you can do than breaking out a big pin and a uh, pen knife. Hey, here. So, do you do you like the uh, hydrogel burn patches? I do not. Really? Why? Yeah. Um. So, in a way, I guess it's good to keep something on the burn. Now you're talking about the the pads actually have the gel in them. Yeah. So for for cooling, they're good, but you, you know the tendency for cleaning, is to put them on like I wouldn't clean it with that. Like I, yeah. I wouldn't just slap one on a burn. I. So I, I had one that I that I got before the March camp out, um, and Emily helped me with it. And what we did was we took. Um, oh, we, like the ones you had this one? Yeah, those are. I, yes, I do like those. Yes. Okay, cool. cool yeah. What you have is not an actual. Yeah, but yeah, the ones you had were actually kind of cool. I do like those. Okay. It cool. was a, that's a totally different manage of what I'm thinking about. Yeah. The the hydrogel one I got after I came back from the camp out though, and it helped more. And I had cleaned, I had kept it clean the whole time. Um, and uh, I, I used that and it was completely waterproof. So because the burn had already been cleaned and was mostly healed, I found the hydrogel worked really well later on. Not not like the day of, I didn't try it the day of, so I don't know if it did. But anyway, that was my experience with them. Yeah. yeah. Um, so so uh, Nightmouse is talking about a, uh, a trauma course for motorcycle accidents. 
if you go to, I think MSF has it, and then I can't remember what the other motorcycle agency in America is, but yeah, all you have to do is find out where they are, and there, there may not be one near you, but uh, pretty much every community college has some kind of course they give, because community, community courses or community colleges survive by, you know, two-week and four-week classes, so they give a lot of classes on uh, some kind of, um, especially like um, what they call what the first learning hospitals. It's basically like like the meds, like med ones, always have every kind of thing you can dream of because they're learning hospitals. So they always yeah. teach classes there. If you, if you have something around you that's labeled med one or the burn med or any kind of one center, those always have every kind of class you can dream of because those are learning hospitals for people who are going through their, um, I can't what it's called now. They're EMT based. Med students are actually having to put in hours. So Yeah. Um, another res another resource I know Jerry was asking about it too, and uh, you know I, I know some people have positive and negative opinions about this one, but if you're able to reach out to your local Red Cross, um, they'll have you know your a lot of times your basic first aid courses. Uh, I years ago uh, actually took a lifeguarding course through them, so I had um, C, uh, you know CPR and AED at a professional level uh, some, some pretty oh bless you um, extensive first aid um, as far as like even getting backboarding people like out of a pool or something like that um, but I mean if you start looking into things a little bit more than that I mean a lot of times like what Rainey was talking about like even you know you're, you're looking I mean from where I sit that's a lot of that's like EMT level stuff but yeah, check your local community colleges. I mean, there's always some sort of resource um, out there locally. Um, but if you're looking for a typical uh, basic level, I would I would recommend the Red Cross for that. Uh, it would probably be about a hundred dollars, and they do those fairly regularly in a lot of places too. So yeah, Des is saying that if you don't have a class near you, you can set one up, and if you have a sponsor, your sponsor can sponsor the class and bring the price down who can sponsor those death do you know or uh, sorry does do you know probably like the red cross or your local hospital or something like that not like well, an for those kind of i'm thinking maybe for a lot of what uh des is talking about maybe um i was thinking like even if you get like a, a harley dealer with a real gung-ho hog chapter or that have a lot of other organizations that are kind of around that area that they might want to send people to like hey you know by the way this is good stuff to know for being on the road and i know this is one of those things we talked about about a month ago when i did my um road captain's course over at the ama so you, you really don't want to talk about you you know you always hope that these things are going to go off without you know hopefully good you, you always hope that these rides are going to go well, that everyone's going to have a good time, nobody's going to depart. But unfortunately, reality doesn't always work that way. So, I'd rather be ready and Des not need really cool information. So, Des says if you have an attorney as a sponsor, they can pay and sponsor the course. That's pretty cool. Oh, okay. like, like, um, like I know one of the big ones. Uh, uh, Law Tigers, you know, kind of being, I guess, like more of a nationwide thing. But if you're talking about like, because I know we've got like a local, at least in my area, law firm that kind of specializes in, in motorcycle 
law. Well, really, I guess I would say injury and whatnot. So, so yeah, she was talking about hog chapters, uh, the badgers, and yeah, because that's that's a marketing opportunity for them. Or you've got, let's say, a, a, a bigger, uh, I want to say club, but riders association or organization that might want to put something like that on to... There's a, a very a very writer centric um, attorney down in Middleburg that I that I reach out to um, for things related to the stuff that I get into. So I guess yeah, it makes a lot of sense. That'd probably be a smart thing for me to locate some somebody like that up here. Long story short, buy the Boo Boo Unit gear where we can buy stuff. We will always probably be lucky enough to, so like at the last camp out, we had a guy who was an actual uh, combat lifesaver uh, medic that was there. And uh, he came to me, was asking me, uh, I needed a medic? What do you need a medic for? I was a combat lifesaver of the medic in the army. And I said, oh, good to know you. We're going to look for you next time. So yeah. again, as we get bigger, I think we probably should, you know, during the camp outs, maybe have a mini meetup on Thursday. So anybody that's you know, get up on stage, anybody that's qualified medical, come over here. That way, we'll know who's who's medically yeah. trained. We can give them a little pin. We can give them a little boo 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 t shirt of their own if they want to wear it, you know. And because uh, eventually we will need that. Like right now, everybody knows to run to Parker, and then Parker runs to me. Somebody's gonna show up. Somebody's gonna show yeah, up wearing it. Everybody knows Matt has a bag, so you know Matt's got a bag. I've got a bag. Mm-hmm. Parker has feet. And she runs people to us. She's always got Tricare spray and stuff. So. But Did somebody yeah, say Tricare? <laughs> you guys, you guys are the friends that we have in high places. Uh, I was gonna say too. Next thing you know, you're gonna have you're gonna have a nurse join up sometime. We're just gonna show up in an Animaniacs t-shirt. Hello, nurse. There we go. <laughs> I usually keep my bag on me too. I'm I muted just because I didn't want to blow it out, but I was laughing pretty hard, man. Actually, one of my closest friends is uh, is as combat lifesaver too, and uh, we actually every uh, every summer we go and work a uh, at a at a three day concert festival type format, whatever. But we've actually um, we've had some situations, certainly for sure. I mean, he had somebody that he had to give a sternum rub to a few years ago. She was trying to fade out, and she came up to him the next year and just gave him a big hug, you know, because he kept it around. Because when you're in an area like that, a lot of times, you know, it may take a moment to get a medic there. Because, like, that's a big part of, like, our job, too, is just keeping the aisles clear. Like, look, if I got to, I tell people, if I got to run a gurney down through here, I'm running your ass over. Um, oh. Uh, if I got to run a gurney down through here, we're running you over. And it's like, you know, and another thing too, is like, you know, don't stand on your benches, stay off people's shoulders. Don't stand on the coolers and whatnot. Cause I don't care if you fall and hurt yourself. I might even laugh, but if you just hurt, you know, if you fall on somebody else and hurt them, these, you know, wasn't doing anything. Now I've got a problem. So, so wait, did I just hear that hug saved lives? No, he he got yes. a big hug after nope, saving nope. somebody's life. life. Nope. Oh. Well, yeah, yeah, they do too. Because so you can, get, yeah, you can get a good blood pressure reading and a respiratory reading by hugging somebody. So yes, preventive care. There you oh, go. That'd be too hard. I might fart. Um, uh, I was saying earlier though that also you can go down to your local firehouse and uh, mm-hmm. if, you need, if they have a 
they have the paramedics, they'll they can tell you where to get uh, these classes too. Sometimes they do give them at the fire station. Oh yeah, when you guys get a minute, check uh, Riverside chat. Yeah, that's kind of why I stumbled for a moment. Cool. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's good. Yeah. Yeah, this all this talk definitely makes me need to uh, <clears throat> definitely making me think about going and getting my uh, my CPR uh, certification re-upped and yeah. taking another class because. I have the knowledge, but it's rusty because I haven't used it, and it's been a minute. Yep. I know yeah. if I start running disaster with the Red Cross again, I can get mine stuff all re-upped. But um, yeah, like they even offer like the babysitter courses too, which will give you the pediatric, which you know you hope you never have to use pediatric stuff, but it does happen. Well, yeah, because that just means kids are involved, and that's ugh. yeah. Hmm. Actually, went by the uh, school that got shot up in Nashville last week. week before. Mm. Yeah, that. that whole just my path to you guys this morning brought me right by, and I'm like, terrible. oh fuck. Yeah, hmm. that whole situation system, just a mess, you know. Um, Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's hard to talk about. Happy Easter, Des. Have a good night. Hey. Good night, Des. Happy Easter. Happy Easter. Nice having you on. Happy Easter. Seeing you eat makes me want ice cream. And we're in the hotel. Yeah. We went to the dessert list a while ago, and there's so many desserts in this hotel. The um, wife wanted to try this one. Has a, it's the, mint well, fudge sure gelato leaves. Oh, damn. It's really good. Yeah, I'm trying to get less fat, so that ice cream is really calorically dense. It's the yeah. opposite of what I want to do. I got I got some Halo Top in the fridge, but that stuff is not really ice cream. The Halo Top Halo Top is pretty good. Some of the best stuff I've found. It's still pretty calorically dense, though. It's actually Rebel, but Halo Top is pretty good. Halo Top works. And been in a calorie deficit since Monday, so I can. <laughs> hey man, if you've earned it, you've earned it. But unfortunately, I'm sitting here going, "Oh, I want ice cream." Wait, no, I don't. I mean, I do, but I don't want the effects of the ice cream. <laughs> Dude, yeah. it's been in the 90s here. Oh, that is so warm. That is and so warm. It's great for riding. It's not great for the rest of. No. <laughs> so yeah, my fat behind has been on the couch pretty much since last podcast. It sucks. Yeah. But I still love my Florida. It's great writing. You don't have this other thing that a lot of us do with called winter. So this is a and fact. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say, how much snow is still up there in Maine? Oh. Nope, at all. Let me, it's let actually me... been pretty warm and uh, raining a bit. Uh, well, uh, maybe. The That's the beauty of being by the coast, right? Maybe. Yeah. You're right on the coast here, so I'll, you get, you know. You get I'll find out. 
from the people I work with on Monday how much they still have up in northern Maine. I can ask my cousins, they live up in Jackman. The guy that uh the guy that has the Harley that's in my driveway, he's here in town this week. So he's he's taking it home and it's uh it's almost ready. <laughs> Almost ready. Yay. Yay. Super cool. Uh, 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 I was going to say, so what you decide on, Mike? What, what's for dessert? He's, he's, that's what well, he's doing right now. Warm, I know. There's warm what? berry galette, open chocolate lava cake, and a root beer float. That's the day's. Um, Molten chocolate is, is lava cake. Do they serve that with ice cream on it? If they uh, don't, you know that's illegal. That's what I'm doing now. I'm looking it up online. Because molten, the way I understand it, it's usually like uh, like a brownie with ice cream and then fudge on top, all all nice and hot and gooey. Except for the ice cream, that's frozen oh, because yeah. ice cream. Oh man. Chocolate lava cake served with a vanilla bean ice cream. It's actually a lava cake. It's actually chocolate filled uh, tour. Oh, there, there you go. The highs tomorrow. So I'll probably go for well. I gotta go Easter things tomorrow. And y'all have <laughs> Easter bunny rides a Harley Davidson. I don't know. I might be able to sweet talk my wife into letting me ride my bike tomorrow to both the Easter things we have to go to if she feels like driving the truck. So we'll see. Yeah. I'm gonna go visit my mom and uh, pick up her one dog and watch him for the week. <coughs> uh, so apparently we're gonna order a pizza before we get our dessert. So oh jeez. I was oh. more excited about getting dessert. So. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta do dinner. Look. I'm Look, just help. have I'm dessert for dinner. How about that? How can yeah. you have any pudding if you didn't eat your meat? Because now I'm an adult and I can do that. There you Adulting go. Adulting is awesome. <laughs> there you go. Well, tomorrow, gonna, tomorrow. Somebody has to eat the meat. And the other gets the pudding. Well. That goes well. right into diving. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Moment. Tomorrow's a high of 58 here, and then Monday, or no, tomorrow's a high of 65 here, and then an advertisement popped up. And then 67 on Monday, 72 on Tuesday, 79 Wednesday, and then we're closing the week in the 80, like 82 on Thursday and 80 on Friday. It is going to be looking like some lovely riding weather. Yeah. Um, and very low chances for rain, which with Same. getting that warm in April here is always a usually. bad sign. But well, it was like 60 here, but the wind was blowing like 30 miles an hour. So it felt like it was a whole lot less. Like this morning when June came out, it was like 58 degrees. You couldn't yeah. tell it by standing in it because it, it was raining and it felt and there was no sun. And it felt like it was about 40 degrees. Well, yeah. I brought what heat, what little heat was left, and then I took it with me. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be 80 here Wednesday through Friday, and then still in the 70s for the rest of the weekend. So, and even even tomorrow is supposed to be 
mid sixties and then kind of ramping up. So I, yeah. you know, gear up a little bit and I'll be more than comfortable tomorrow. So tomorrow no rain and sunny until like a week from Monday. I would me. love to get in a ride tomorrow. However, with these stitches, bikes probably oh. going to stay parked. That's fair. You yeah. know what though? If if it's if it's really if it's going to be as nice as they're saying, I might ride my bike down to my appointment on Thursday where they take the stitches out. Just uh, shove a bunch of gauze up in there uh, before you put your helmet on, and it'll give you an extra cushion. You'll be fine. I could wear my big helmet. Yeah. I'll just wear my bigger one. That's. Yeah, when Mike leaves, we have a 6% chance of rain, and it's going to be 69 degrees. Perfect nice. icing weather. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I, I would love to see Diana's face on that one, but she probably can't hear that, so. It looks like this. <laughs> oh, there's Nicole, we need her. Oh my gosh. She's already Good night, Blake. But, yeah, it's going to be a nice day tomorrow at home, but I, I promised a clone that since we're gone all weekend, I was going to help her build a flower box. There you that, go. That be there nice. we go. Keto ice cream is my new crack. Keto ice cream is fucking great. Who makes it? There are different Probably. manufacturers that make it. Right. I've never even seen it before. This is the first I've ever heard there's, of it. There's been some stuff that they're really technically not ice cream. Like, they get... Like, they're still solid when they get warm. Does it taste like ice cream? Yes. Some That's do, all I care don't. about. Some do, some don't. Is anybody I... old enough to remember astronaut ice cream? Yeah, oh yes. Yeah. I like coffee ice cream. Oh, that's the best flavor of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I like coffee. Uh, I like coffee cream. and I like ice cream, so, so I put them together and yeah, I like them both even coffee. more. Good coffee ice cream is... Is, that's is why really something to be happy for even if it's like you know like a chain ice cream joint if they have a coffee flavor i'll be like okay mm -hmm. we're good i can get something here and the great thing too it, is a lot of times the it will be one of the few sugar-free or reduced sugar flavors too so it's not as bad <sighs> so at during we had a soft serve ice cream it's a defect and so we would go through there with coffee and get a regular size uh, cup, put coffee in it, and then put ice cream on top of it and make coffee floats. And I mean, tell you, it was freaking delicious. Uh, you know, that's how I gained like 25 pounds my freshman year of college. You only get away with 25. I got lucky, yeah. Yeah, it was it was Dr. Pepper floats that did that to me. It was soft serve mixed with the Dr. Pepper. Thirty, I think it was like thirty for me. Sophomore year was worse. No, no. Sophomore year, I got down to the lowest weight I've ever been in my entire life, like as an adult. I went hard the other direction, but that was all kinds of on purpose. And I was in school in Oklahoma, so it was nice. You know, once you got past February, where it rained for a solid month, we were. Um, and there was volleyball courts in, in the middle of our apartment quad, so we would just play volleyball like every day, so that really helped. Well, guys, I think it's about time to wrap this one up. It very well could be, sir. So, let's wrap her up. Do, hmm, we'll do one last round of final words. We'll start with Bruiser. 
Uh, always be safety conscious and be ready for things and hope that they don't happen. Yankee? Yep. Be like the old scout motto, be always prepared. Dave? Uh, trying to come up with something sarcastic and good, but I'm just going to say go get some coffee-flavored ice cream, and thanks for having me on. Hey, pleasure having you. Uh, if you want to come on next week, just let us know. All right, my guys. Thank you. Appreciate yeah. it. Mike? Uh, don't be scared of having an adventure and doing something you've never done before. Rowdy? Keep the rubber side down. Keep the rubber side down. And to tie all that together, just be a decent human being. Be good to each other. And practice safe diving. <laughs> or even you can. <laughs> all right, y'all. These weirdos will be out. Uh, again, we're having the camp out. Uh, May, the weekend of May 18th through the 21st. We'll be at the Land Between Lakes Campground, specifically the Piney Campground. The address is in the description of the video, as well as the reservation link um, to the campsite. Uh, am I forgetting anything, Mike? Um, if you can't say something nice, just come tell me. That'll work. Don't say it at all. <laughs> I won't be up at the no, camp, but I am it. shipping some stickers to you guys at the camp out. Awesome. Um, I literally gave away all my stickers this weekend, but I need to get more. And once you see my videos from Nashville, you'll see why. Yeah. Go check out Rainey's videos and check out Rainey's shop. And we will see you guys. Check out all our shops. Yeah. Please. Uh, and we will see you guys next Friday next week. So we're, we're doing that alternating schedule. So Friday, 7 p.m. Central, 8 Eastern.